You're listening to the Holy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Meg, and I'm here to show you that healthy living doesn't have to be difficult and it's actually not boring. Together, we'll make healthy living simple and fun so you can make epic change in your life and finally crack the healthy living algorithm. Let's get you feeling energized and inspired to take action on your life and start actually living. We'll be getting up close and personal with not only myself, but VIP guests from all across the industry to hear their stories and learn a thing or two about the topics they're most passionate to teach. Join me each week for all things health, life, maybe a kick in the pants every once in a while, and so much more. Well, are you ready, my love? Let's do this. up everybody welcome back to the holy health podcast today's episode is all about how to become a runner and make running not suck because let's face it not everybody loves running and most of the time it does suck so i thought i would come in and share my best tips for you because listen running isn't for everyone but Anyone can become a runner, and I know what you're thinking, but just hear me out because I have been there. I never wanted to be a runner at all, okay, until I ran a half marathon in 2016. Like, what? Don't ask me why, but I did, and honestly, I absolutely loved it. And I'm not saying that you need to start training for a half marathon, but let's just talk about this because, again, I was never a runner, quote-unquote runner. I was a competitive gymnast, and it wasn't until high school that I started competing in track, but all I did was sprints. That's all I knew. That's, That's all my body was capable of. I was just built to run short distance and really, really fast. Okay, that's my build. That was my thing. And somewhere along the way, I started getting into running long distance, probably not until college. And the thing that helped me the most, so I'm going to give you guys some tips on how to make running more fun and make it easier because it really doesn't have to be a big deal. Um, You know, and if you're somebody who just absolutely despises running and you are never going to try it or do any kind of running, then maybe you just want to skip past this episode because, again, running isn't for everyone, but I am a firm believer that anyone become a runner. If I can become a runner, you can become a runner, okay? Again, competitive gymnast, only did sprints, and I ended up running a half marathon, so it is possible, trust me. So here are my tips to help you improve your running and make it not suck and not boring and make it a little bit more fun and enjoyable and easy. So the first thing is to shift your mindset around running. So if you're constantly telling yourself that running sucks, then stop telling yourself that running sucks. (laughs) Okay, if you think running sucks, okay, great, but now stop it. 
So the biggest part, the hardest part about running is really the mental struggle. It's more mental than physical. Now, sometimes we do have physical restrictions, like if we have back pain or knee issues or things like that, you know, maybe some ankle injuries, which, listen, I've had my fair share of injuries. I actually sprained my ankle during my half marathon training, and I continued training and still ran in record time, my own personal record time, not that I ran faster than anybody else. Um, But listen, that's all a different story. Physical struggles, like, you know, physical restrictions, that's different. But the hardest part about running is probably that that mentality. And if you keep continue, continuing to think that running sucks and you're constantly telling yourself while you're running, I hate this, I don't want to do this, blah, 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 then guess what? Yeah, it's going to suck. Um, the more you tell yourself that running sucks and you can't do this or whatever it is that you're telling yourself, you're training your brain to not like running. You're ultimately making it way harder for yourself and way harder for you to do. So I'm going to challenge you to, instead of thinking that running sucks, to start telling yourself that running is fun. And instead of telling yourself that you can't do this, tell yourself, I can do this, or I will do this, or I am going to do this, or whatever it is, but using empowering language. So I can, I am, I will, I do is more empowering, and it's going to help boost that mental, that mentality around running. And another thing is, is you can write out like sentences. So something that I personally would tell myself is that I love running because it makes me feel good and free. Um, So that doesn't have to be yours, but you are free to take it. And that's kind of like, that can be your little running mantra, I guess. (laughs) So again, stop thinking that running sucks, change the narrative and reprogram your brain to think differently. That's the absolute number one. Tip number two is to just start. Okay, like don't make it a big deal. Just start and start small. Use a tracker like the Nike Running Club app. Um, That's personally the one that I use. Um, I really like it. I like that you can change up your runs. They also include guided runs that you can do, um, which is nice because if you're somebody who you know, really has a hard time mentally, then having someone kind of like talking in your ear and motivating you and coaching you through the run will help you a lot. So I definitely recommend that app, the Nike Run Club app. I'll link it in the show notes for you. Um, Another app I think out there is called the Sports Tracker app. So that's another one. You can also see where you're going, all of those things. And then with that also, pace yourself. And set realistic goals. So again, like I said, start, but start small. So that doesn't mean, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for a run tomorrow. I'm going to get this thing started, and I'm going to try to run three miles. Okay, don't do that to yourself, <laughs> all right? You're going to get overwhelmed and stressed out and all of those things, and it's not going to be helpful. So make sure that you set a realistic goal for yourself, like I just want to complete one mile. Even if that means you walk half the way. 
and or you try to run as far as you can, even if you don't get to a mile, you try running as far as you can until you feel like you absolutely just can't do it anymore or you're really feeling that mental struggle is hitting you hard, then walk the rest of the way. But don't right out the gate just start trying to run 5Ks and 10Ks and a half marathon, okay? Again, don't do that to yourself. Start, but start small. My next tip, tip number three, has to do with your breathing, okay? This one is super, super important because I've mentioned this before in one of my other episodes. Oxygen is the number one nutrient that your body needs to sustain energy, especially during exercise. So when you're doing a really intense exercise, your breathing is going to be key to your success in whatever it is that you're doing. So there's a really simple, really effective technique that I learned in college. I actually took a jogging and fitness class. Don't ask me why, again. Um, But this one particular technique I can't stress this enough, you guys. It helped me so, so much. It actually helped me have control, and it even helped me mentally. Just having this part down actually started to help me mentally. So basically what you want to do with your breathing is you want to match your breath, so your inhales and your exhales, you want to match them to your steps. And... I like to start with a 2-2 ratio, so steps to breath ratio. So I take two steps, and that will be an inhale, and then my next two steps will be an exhale. I hope that kind of makes sense because I know that it's hard with you just listening. It's hard to get that visual, but think of your steps as like seconds or counts. So You want to inhale for two counts or two steps and then exhale for two counts or two steps. Okay, does that make sense? So, and then as you get better and as you gain more control and it starts to get easier, then you can increase your inhales to three steps or you can increase your exhales to three steps and you can switch it around. So for a while I did the two-two, you know, two breaths for every two steps And then eventually I upped that to three breaths, um, you know, a three and three. Or I even, I think in between, I I was transitioning to a three-three breath to step ratio. Um, I did two uh, three-breath inhale with a forceful two-breath exhale, uh, two-step exhale. So you can kind of switch it up and you can go on from there. So the most I've ever done was a 4-4 ratio or a 3-4 ratio. So again, three breaths to four steps. Um, A three count breath to four count step. So again, I hope that makes sense, but really, really effective matching your breath with your steps. It helps you gain more control. It helps you... Again, move oxygen throughout your body and get oxygen to your cells to keep you energized and to keep you focused. It actually helps when you control your breathing. It helps your focus and, and your your mental state. It, it's very easy to stay focused on what you're doing rather than letting your mind run all kinds of different ways. So I really found this 
breathing technique, super, super effective and so helpful for me when I'm running. Another thing to think about is, especially when it comes to breathing, is breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth. So I absolutely swear by this because um, nasal breathing, especially that inhale, is really, really important. Not only is it a better filter to protect you from pathogens and allergens, it helps to add moisture and warmth to your inhaled air for a smoother entry into your lungs. It's very effective and efficient during exercise because when you're breathing in through your nose, it gives your it gives the oxygen more time to reach your bloodstream. And that's actually been proven in many studies. So oftentimes when you breathe through your mouth, and this is how I was breathing initially when I first started getting more into long distance running, I would often just breathe through my mouth. Um, Another part of that side note had to do with the fact that I had a deviated septum. (laughs) So um, I had trouble breathing through my nose, but... um, you know, that's besides the point. If you don't have a deviated septum and you can breathe through your nose fine, then definitely try to avoid breathing only through your mouth because oftentimes that can cause you to hyperventilate because you're offloading more CO2, carbon dioxide, than you're taking in oxygen. So it makes it a lot harder for your cells to become oxygenated. So really, really try to use nasal breathing while you're running. And then it also helps to activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your calming nervous system. And it helps reduce the stress um, during your intense workout, during an intense run or running, because running is a little bit higher intensity. So it gives you better function and optimizes your performance. So that is all about the breathing. Again, super important. Definitely recommend trying out that technique. I guarantee you it will help tremendously. Tip number four is music, okay? Really use music that motivates you, that pumps you up, that makes you feel good and you know, ready to go. So music selection is really important. It's really, really helpful when you're running because it helps you to keep your mind off of what you're actually doing. Again, we want to try to shift that mindset. So anything to take your focus off of, you know, that mean girl chatter in your brain trying to tell you that you can't do this and you're 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 going to gas out or whatever it is that it's telling you. Um, music is really, really helpful in distracting you. So always try to find music that, you know, I mean, it could be different depending on the day or depending on how you're feeling. But if you want to feel motivated, then listen to motivating music. Listen to like techno or dance or you know, I personally love listening to high vibe music. Like I'm not going to listen to Mozart or, (laughs) you know, jazz or something um, while I'm trying to go for a run. That's not really going to help motivate me. But find what motivates you and really get strategic with the music that you choose to listen to. My next tip for you has to do with your posture. Okay, so this is tip number five is posture. So while you're running, you really want to avoid letting your shoulders um, come forward and, and kind of 
make you lean forward. So when your shoulders are down and back and your chest is open and your eyes are forward, you're opening your airways. You're leaving yourself open to receive the oxygen and honestly to enjoy it a little bit better. What tends to happen often, and this is something that I struggled with in the beginning, is once you start getting tired and fatigued, you kind of start to lean forward a little bit. Your shoulders kind of curl inward towards your ribs. And you're actually, what's happening is you're going to be putting pressure on your lungs. And that's going to restrict your breathing. Um, You know, sometimes you'll look down at your feet. So you really want to try to keep your shoulders down and back, your chest open, and your eyes forward. Or at least if you're not looking straight forward, you're looking, if you want to watch where you're going and look at the floor, that's fine. But looking down directly at your feet is going to cause your shoulders to come forward and your shoulders to roll in and put pressure on those lungs. So we really want to keep those ribs open and um, keep that airway open. Another thing that tends to happen is we start to get really tense and our shoulders will start to rise up towards the ears. So that's going to create tension in the neck, and it's actually going to um, close off the carotid arteries. And your carotid arteries are what help bring oxygen to your brain. So we definitely don't want to do that, and this can often lead to um, really intense headaches. I've had this happen to me where I'll get really tense when I'm running, which will decrease the amount of oxygen that's getting to my brain. And then once I finish my run, I all of a sudden have a rush, like a head rush, and I get a really intense headache. So we really want to try to avoid that. So try to be very conscious of your shoulders not rising up into your ears and putting pressure on those arteries. Um, You really want to try to stay relaxed. And again, this kind of falls back onto pacing yourself. So find a really comfortable pace to go at that keeps you relaxed and tension-free so that way all of these things don't happen. So those are my top five tips for you. I'm just going to reiterate those a little bit. So number one is mindset. Stop thinking running sucks, okay? I know it sounds silly, but I guarantee um, once you start to reframe your thinking around it, it's really going to be so, so helpful. Tip number two is start, but start small. Pace yourself, use a tracker, use a guided run, whatever you need to do, start, start small. Number three is breathing. Remember, match your breath to your steps. So make a ratio of a two, two breath to two step ratio, three to three, whatever you need to do, and breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. Tip number four Choose music that motivates you and pumps you up and um, keeps you feeling good throughout your run. And then number five is keep your posture relaxed and keep your chest open, keep your eyes forward, so that way you don't cut off oxygen going to the parts of your body that you need to. So I hope that that was helpful and I hope that you enjoyed it and I hope that that kind of makes you see running a little bit differently. And all of these tips, I swear, 
are things that I use to help myself get through a half marathon, okay? So these are really, really important. And I just want to add to that is the more you start running, make sure that you're hydrating more. That should probably be a given, but I just wanted to throw that in there. So thank you guys so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you know what to do. Like, comment, leave a review, subscribe, all of the things, and... I'll catch you next time on the next episode.